0: It's just cyber, it's just, there's so many horror stories and it just feels like it's always, there, there's just some weak link in the chain somewhere. It's probably a human being someplace and you just feel like you you you've bolted your doors, you've, you've done the double locks, but there's just, it's so easy to make a mistake.
1: Welcome to The Beacon Flash, the go-to podcast for enterprise wealth management professionals looking to stay ahead of the curve. Hosted by Chip Kispert, Managing Director of Beacon Strategies, this podcast explores the future of the industry and the most pressing issues facing today's top leaders. Join us each week as we sit down with industry experts to discuss the opportunities and strategies for success.
2: Chip Kispert here from the Beacon Flash. I am so excited to have Jeff Moore, Chief Information Officer for Valmark Financial Group. Jeff, welcome. Thanks, Jeff. I'm super excited to be here. Jeff, you know you and I have gotten to know each other probably. I mean, let's be honest, we've probably known each other at this point fifteen years, right? I remember the first time that I met you. I went into the to the Valmark offices, and we were talking compensation. We were talking commission systems, and you were there. So this is really fun for me to get together with you. You've been a great participant of our roundtables, and I'm I'm ready. I'm really excited to talk one on one about some of the things that are going on in in your world. Yeah. So yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so here's here's uh you know let me get kind of right to it, right? So okay. and I'm just going to give you a little bit of feedback on things we're working on, right? And okay. then yeah. you know we can spin that back. And so it's it's kind of funny because you know as busy as we are, we're working with customers and flying all over the country, we spent the last 6 weeks doing the things that a wealth firm will do. We we implemented mm. re-implemented Salesforce. We put in Microsoft Office again. We put in HubSpot. We integrated that. <laughs> again. We 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 redid WordPress. We put in Swugo, who's which is our round table. So yeah. I'm I'm sitting here with newfound respect, uh, uh mem- remembered respect for yeah. everything you guys do. How do you do all this?
0: Dude, I, I don't, some days I don't know. Because the, the part you forgot about is we got to keep everything running still. So you got to right. do all the new stuff and make sure you keep doing all your maintenance stuff to keep the lights on. And you usually don't get a whole lot of credit for the maintenance stuff. That's just expected, right? That right. is expected. That has to be great. You got to give good service, all that, continue and continue to innovate on top of that. So yeah, I think that's the challenge, like doing both, right? Making sure you're still doing both. So for
2: sure. Yeah. You know, one of the things that also I find interesting is, you know, when we look at, at our model, right? It's very encompassed, right? It's it's ours, right? It's and only our employees kind of come into it. You're dealing with advisors out there that are 1099 advisors, right? They
0: they remind and they're us independent, how independent. <laughs> independent. We want to keep their entrepreneurial spirit alive, and they they remind us of that often. Yeah.
2: So, you know, when I look at that, you know, what are some of the things you're thinking about? You and I have talked in the past about how are advisors doing as we're looking at cyber? How are you helping them? Uh, this is important. You know, you saw the letter that came out a couple of days ago from FINRA, uh, not necessarily the letter, but now they're their new version of it. You know, what are some of the things you're thinking about as you're looking at cyber?
0: It's easy to jump into all the technical controls, right? I spent the last, this week, I had two different security assessments to fill out for, you know, just other third parties. And there was a lot of questions around sort of the nuts and bolts, the technology of how you're protecting stuff. But a lot of it comes down to, it still comes down to the person, right? It comes down to the person. And, you know, over Christmas, I think I posted something that I had like one week where like four different people reached out to me on cyber related issues, whether it was friends and family or you know, other people I know that have businesses and, you know, everything from ransomware to people getting sort of like socially engineered, including my mother-in-law, you know, just like, it just, it just never stops. And I think, you know, we, we still have to be, continue to be vigilant and educate people and train them on kind of all the different ways that they can be compromised. And, 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 it, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think the younger generation is a little bit easier for them because they they play games with each other all the time. You know, I tell my these stories to my kids. And they're like, dad, that's so obvious. I'm like, no, you guys grew up with it. You guys played games with each other's phones and tried to trick each other all the time. Well, there's, you know, people, you know, my generation older, like we've had to learn this, this is, we, we came from more of a trusting uh, environment and, and to tell people, no, you kind of have to slow down and maybe not trust. And a lot of it often, I think comes from a sense of wanting to provide great service to customers. Uh, and that sort of thing and just a sense of trust but we just kind of slow down and continue to educate and train people that there there are people out there that want to do bad things to you.
2: Yeah, it's interesting uh and you bring up a couple interesting memories for me. Likewise over the break, one of my family members had one of those cyber engineered experiences right and and you know, the interesting thing in this case was this particular family member was a college student, right? And luckily their mom was like, hey, I don't know if that's a good idea. And Mm -hmm. then we, you know, we unwound it. And I thought it was really interesting. The other thing is the end of last year, I got an RFP from a compliance officer who I've never met before. And I'm like, hmm, I don't think this is the right. I don't think this is right.
0: Yeah. So they didn't pass the smell test.
2: I picked up the phone, right? And I called. And I got uh no, I didn't send that to you. I'm like, yeah, I think I think you got some I think you got some gremlins moving around that system of yours right now. It, it's really a, a hard problem. There's a lot of money out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of naivete. Yeah. Yeah. So constant vigilance. So when we look at that, that that's certainly one of the things that you know is we're focused on the you know and we talked to compliance officers that's that's top of mind so tell me a little bit about some of the projects that you're excited about um that you're looking at 2023
0: Dude, I, I'm excited about so many things. It's gonna be hard to be contained. I tend to be a pretty like energetic person anyway, so I'll just I'll just run down a couple that I'm I'm pretty excited about. So first is in addition to my work at Velmark Financial Group, I was recently asked to join the board of the Surge Ventures, which I think a lot of people in our community know as as Sid Yenamandra, founder of Intrada. He's starting a mm-hmm. new uh, venture studio where there's some new things coming out, and I'm I'm really excited to be a part of that. I, I think he's he's got some he's got just a whole great team of advisors. Um, I actually got to meet with yesterday. Just incredible minds. I think you're going to see some very interesting things coming out of them. You know, once they start building some product, which is going to be great for our industry. Uh, two on the Valmark personal front. You know, we do a lot of our own custom development to make it easier for advisors to work with us. You know, our our kind of niche is people that do a lot of life insurance and RIA and you know annuity BD business. So kind of mm-hmm. all three of those things. So you know, often that means doing a little bit more of a custom development approach. So we've traditionally kind of worked more, I'll call it financial account, uh, investment case, those kind of things, very operational. And this year, we're putting a lot of effort into creating more of a client view instead of an account view, a client view. So back office staff work really well with us, but maybe not our our front end advisors having a great tool to work with us. So that's where we're putting a lot of energy this year and is more of a a front facing client household family view of, of their data and their portfolio. So I'm really excited about that. On the the recruiting front, I'm pretty excited. We're doing a lot with video like you and I are doing here today. We we just, we're kind of building out our own small video studio. We've hired our first full-time videographer on staff. So we're trying to really press into video and use it in lots of interesting ways. Yeah, (laughs) applause there. Um, I mean, just interesting different ways. Like for example, like on some of our job posts, right? Like I've done some interviews with our interns. And so when we're doing a job post now, we include the real life sort of testimonial of the intern of what that experience is like. Right. Trying to just, you know, instead of just plain text on the page, it just makes it feel a little bit more real. But specifically, I'm really excited in March, we're gonna have Michael Kitsis join us for our mastermind series. Our mastermind series is where Valmark just tries to bring in industry thought leaders, kind of like you do with your roundtable series, Chip. So he's gonna join us for our, our March roundtable series, and we're gonna do uh, growth marketing. And I'm I'm really excited about uh him participating with us at Valmark to do that. So that's gonna be really exciting.
2: That's terrific. Those are really four pretty cool initiatives. And yeah, and you know, Michael Kitch is having him come in, you know, his knowledge base along with his team, they built a really, really nice ecosystem of of really understanding a lot of the fintech wealth tech that's out there. So uh, uh, it, it, that'll it, it, be fun for your advisors to come in yeah, and yeah, and that's a pretty big deal. Changing gears back to something you mentioned before, the advisor. Mm-hmm. Client work that you're looking to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal, right? So, if we look back, you know, even a year, two years, and we look at the experience, right, that investors have in terms of looking at their accounts, being able to make changes to their accounts, self service, maybe change an address, change a beneficiary, things like that, request a check. Traditionally, that's been, hey, you got to fill out a form. Hey, Mm. you got to call the advisor right? We got some, we got some, some chemistry, some culture, some behaviors that are changing. Yeah. Do you agree with that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're, 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 you're seeing this whole thing about like, getting back to kids. He's got this whole talk on it, it advice to advisor or whatever. It's just like a lot of the, the more back office functions, right? People are wanting to do on their own and they're really starting to reserve that time with the advisor for just just that, just advice, less transactional type stuff, really more life coach, help me. Hey, I've got this idea or I've got this thing I'm thinking about doing. How does this fit into my overall plan? Which, which is great because that's really where they can add the most value, right? Like just doing some of the nuts and bolts stuff, there's there's not as much t- technology can do that.
2: You know, it's interesting because I think if, if you go back five years, you know, there were a fairly large subset of advisors that thought filling out a form was adding value, right? I think yeah. that is past now. Yeah. I hope anyway. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, just and and automation is coming to 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 come in. I mean, I, I know my mom, right? She's uh, you know, she's retired, right? And she's balanced, right? She's she wants she wants to be able to access her accounts. She wants to be able to see what's going on. But at the same time, you know, a couple times a year, she wants to talk to her, her advisor and and really be able to balance that knee-to-knee with the tech. And and I think traditionally, when we looked at the independent side, right, or even the insurance side or mm-hmm. lesser extent, the advisors, uh, RIA side, that advisor portal hasn't been there. That investor access hasn't necessarily been there in a true. uniform umbrella perspective. Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah, I, I think I still think we have some work to do there. Um, and even if you look, at, even if you look at like the big custodians like Schwab, right? So their, their retail portal, it was not the same as what the advisors had access to. And some of those, you know, if you're a Schwab retail customer, you might get a slightly different experience than, you know, someone in, on the, on the advisor side.
2: Right. You know, the other, we look at also with some advisors, maybe they're with Persian, maybe with a Fidelity, maybe they're Schwab, and then they also may have direct, you know, with funds or, and how do you bring that together? And one of the things we're seeing really the leading edge advisors are really starting to say, hey, we, and I'll put the uh, broker dealers as well. We want to own that experience and we mm-hmm. don't want to necessarily leave that to two or three firms to provide a disparate experience. We want we, we want to provide one uniform experience, which I think is is pretty neat
1: going forward.
0: Yeah, d- definitely agree. Not Not easy to do though.
1: Are you tired of searching for piecemeal solutions to your wealth management education needs? Look no further than Beacon Strategies University. Our comprehensive learning management platform is tailored to equip your employees with the essential knowledge to excel in the wealth and retirement industry. With a wealth of experience in the field, we've curated the most valuable education and resources to help you navigate the complexities of wealth management. Upgrade your team's skills and stay ahead of the game. Visit www.beaconstrategiesllc.com/contact-us to learn more and take the first step towards success. So, uh,
2: Jeff, a question for you, and this is one that I'm, I'm I'm kind of fascinated on. And when you and I chatted a week or so ago, we talked a little bit about this. But it's advisors and their staff seem to be asking more and more of. Teams like yours of Valmark and and other wealth firms, right? And tell me a little bit about how you're looking at, you know, balancing. Hey, I want a, you know, a a wirehouse experience from TAC, right? With kind of how you're balancing maybe the budget, right, and and weaving those things together.
0: That's, that's a good question. So I I, I would describe it as I, I feel like there's been fintech explosion, right? So again, referencing Kitsie's in his map, he used to have this one pager that everything could fit on. And then it started getting like, you know, more condensed and you needed your magnifying glass. And then he's like, forget it. You can still get the map. But I'm actually, I've created this digital, he, he created this digital interface, right. right, to help sort through it. And I, I think that's a real challenge, both from a, just getting your arms around it, because you know, all all the providers want us to do an enterprise agreement, right, with them. But our advisors want choice in what platforms that they can pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's tough sorting through. And, you know, you need to, to vet all these providers, too. So not all of them are on the same level with their cybersecurity maturity. So I'll give you an example. There was someone that wanted to use a tool that had some PII in it. First mm-hmm. question, knockout question. Do you have multi-factor authentication? No. Well, okay, you're going to get knocked out then. Right. Um, you're so, going it, you're gone, and but you want to stay on top of it, and you want to make sure you you understand what the different options are for advisors, and and they are looking to us, you know, to help them with that, uh, and, and it's a lot to stay on top of.
2: Gotcha, yeah, and and I I absolutely agree with that, and you know it's interesting because from the consulting side we're constantly wrestling with, you know, how do you you know you got all these people who want a lot of these shiny metal fishing lures, right? And how do you weave them into that platform, both um, as a as an aggregate at a firm like Valmart, right? And then mm-hmm. as the 1099 advisor to make sure that they've gone through the due diligence. That's that's some big, big challenges.
0: Yeah. And, and most of those firms are led by salespeople. They get excited by other salespeople. They see the tool. They're excited about it. And then maybe haven't gone through as many steps as they need to, to make sure that that's, that's going to be the tool. It's going to work. It's going to integrate with everything. It's going to
2: be safe. Right, you know, it's interesting. I've been on the uh, phone this morning with a couple different solution providers, and it was interesting because you, you know, you could see the newer, you know, the 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 firms that maybe were newer and had younger salespeople that were, you know, hey, this is this is going to solve all your compliance issues, right? And then being on with, with a fellow who who'd been in the industry 20, 25 years and said, Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have this great infrastructure, we're gonna have this good infrastructure for you. It's not gonna solve all your problems, yeah. but it's gonna be, you know, it's yeah. just interesting yeah. to see that, yeah. right? It,
0: it, it's two two more points I wanted to make. One is compliance and one is cost. Sure. So the first on compliance is, you know, there's there's a lot of these tools embed communication, right? It's kind of ubiquitous, but as we know in our industry. It all has to be archived, right? It all has to be compliant, right. and so I, I don't know if everyone in that whole vendor community has quite gotten that message and made it easy for us to do that. Some are some are easier than others. So, first is compliance, and the second is there are so many tools out there. I'm not sure. It's hard. It's hard. You meet these vendors, and yet it's like, yes, you have a great solution, but I can't spend a hundred dollars per user per advisor per month for all of these systems. Some of you are worth less, some of you are worth more. But everyone's kind of when they're modeling out what their offering is, everyone, everyone thinks they can get that like magic sort of hundred dollars per advisor per month. And it's mm-hmm. like
2: we there's there's You can't do it. You just can't do it. So people have you to know. be get a pick. Yeah, you know, and you can't do it. And you know, a couple of things that it's interesting folks don't really kind of think about is when you have a new solution provider come in, you have to do a whole due diligence on it. Right. Yeah. Finra's yes. saying, do a do 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 a due diligence on them. Right. Yes. That's yes. <laughs> secondly, yes. secondly, you have to integrate that into your systems potentially. Yeah, that's a big
0: deal. E- even if it's something as simple as just doing a single sign-on integration, I, I usually tell somebody it's 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 either it's either going to take me fifteen minutes or it's going to take me two months. I don't know. It depends on the vendor <laughs> and how well they play nice with you know kind of industry
2: standards. Mm-hmm. So. You know, kind of as we're wrapping up here, you know, we like to keep these about 20 minutes. So I, we've had some great conversation. I got a couple questions I still have for you, but okay. one of them, and, and this is, I asked most of my guests this, what keeps you up at night?
0: I think we already talked about it and it's just cyber. It's just, I just, there's so many horror stories and it just feels like it's always, there, there's just some weak link in the chain somewhere. It's probably a human being someplace. And you just feel like you, you, you bolted your doors, you've, you've done the double locks, but there's just, it's so easy to make a mistake. Uh, and just making sure everyone in the organization is trained and especially, especially newer people in your organization. So if you've, if you've been around a while and you've got some maybe horror stories that you've shared, but someone new to your organization, whether that's in the home office or whether that's, you know, new advisors joining your firm, you know, you don't know what their, their level of knowledge. Coming in on the topic is, I feel, I think we do a pretty good job of training our people that have been with us for a while, but you know, that, that keeps me up. It's probably newer people, whether home office or new advisors coming in, making sure that, you know, we get them up to speed as quickly as some of the other people that that we've been working with for years.
2: That's that, you know, and I, the one thing it's interesting because when I ask that question, we get a lot of different answers, right? But what I'm really encouraged is that the way you answered that because within our industry, this is a major issue. And, you know, you look at the SEC and FINRA, they're focused on it.
0: Yeah. Here's where I tell other people outside of our industry, like we're like the perfect target. Think about independent financial advisors, right? Kind of think about maybe one or two advisors, one or two admins in an office, you know. They're financial advisors first, technologists, you know, second, third, or fourth, but yet they're dealing with, you know, at least in our space, we, we tend to think of the independent channel as being the best advisors out there, right? So they're probably going to deal with, you know, really wealthy clients, large amounts of monies, man, they're, they're, they're a target for sure.
2: They are. And, and the other thing that, you know, and I look at our industry and it was, I was having a chat with an old friend yesterday who had been in the industry for a long time. And, and he said, you know, what jazzes me about this industry? He goes, retirement, think about we're helping people realize their dreams in the future, right? Right. And the interesting thing is, if you look at the majority of advisors, that's why they're in the business. Yeah. That's why we're in the business to help yeah, yeah. support that. And these these folks aren't necessarily focused on, you know, the bits and the bites and all that. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, we're having to educate them. I think that wealth firms are doing a really good job and and working hard to do that. But as you said, you know, it's only, you know, one trapdoor away from, uh from from something happening, so uh, I, I I applaud you for having that be front and center because it's pro- it's the most important thing we're looking at. All right, now on the flip side of that, what's the one biggest thing you're excited about? It's it's
0: got to. be, I, t- I talked about it earlier. It's, it's our new platform we're going to roll out. I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'll show you some screenshots, but we're not quite there yet. But yeah, no, I think I think it's going to make it. I think it's going to be a really great experience. I I you know also I. I don't talk about it quite as much too, but we we're, you know, we do a lot of life insurance yeah. as well. And we're gonna be kind of on the cutting edge of some some new innovation in terms of being able to do what's called delivery manager getting data directly fed into our systems um, from some of the insurance carriers and then as well as push some of our insurance applications out via an API process as opposed to using some of the the kind of older processes that have been in place previously. So that's Maybe not as relevant for your audience, but I'm also pretty excited about that too. So it's, it's really for me, what it is, is it's since we work in kind of a couple different you know verticals uh, for our advisors, having sort of one interface to make it easy, whether right. you're doing broker-dealer business, whether you're doing RIA, whether you're doing life insurance, it, it looks, it feels very similar. So that's kind of like our niche, our sweet spot is anybody that kind of does all three of those things together, we're a good fit all the way down through your tech stack.
2: Right. Well, you know, it's interesting, Jeff, you mentioned that, because one of the things we're really seeing is kind of the this three-legged stool coming together more and more. And with that, I'll put retirement wealth on one side. Um, I'll put risk insurance on the other. And yeah. then down the bottom, I'll put banking cash flow. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're seeing folks out there seeming to want, you know, one person to go to to be. And you talked about it 20 minutes ago to be their financial coach
0: yeah yep
2: right and and that's pretty cool that's really pretty cool jeff i want to thank you for taking the time this afternoon and and joining us here on the beacon flash podcast uh we're super excited thank you very much
1: thank you chip stay safe we hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the beacon flash podcast we're always working to bring you the latest insights and trends in the industry. To stay up to date, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to visit our website at www.beaconstrategiesllc.com to learn more about our consulting services and the Beacon Roundtable offerings.